And now, before we officially begin this week's episode of the Boochcast, I have something very important that I need to discuss with all of you here at the Boochcast Nation. As you know, for many years now, I have been affiliated with a wrestling company called Universal Championship Wrestling. And the company is run by a gentleman by the name of Ronnie Gossett. I've known Ronnie for close to seven years now, and and anyone who knows Ronnie like I do knows what a bright light he brings with him everywhere he goes. Sadly, his declining health has added to the intense depression that he's fought since losing his daughters in 2017. Ronnie, in addition to being a wrestling promoter, also uses his musical gifts to spread joy to everyone around him and invest in his community every time he has the opportunity. Ron's health has begun to severely affect his quality of life and his ability to function independently. After being hospitalized, he has been advised by doctors that he doesn't have the one to two years it would take to get his health under control. However, there is a solution. Ron can get through this physical trial and thrive if he is able to raise the funds for a life-saving surgery. There is so much hope for his life, there is so much joy left for Ronnie to spread, and there are so many more fun nights he gets to create. Fighting diabetes that is out of control, coupled with blood flow issues and coronary heart disease, has brought intense pain to Ronnie's life daily and made even the most simple tasks incredibly difficult. He is losing the ability to work and provide for himself. Ron has been involved in the professional wrestling industry as a wrestler and a promoter for over 20 years with events that entertain many and also makes a living traveling throughout Georgia and South Carolina, facilitating karaoke and using his singing talent to entertain and inspire others. Ronnie will wear the mask of I'm okay forever and is the last person to ask for help. Trust me, I know this from experience. I love Ronnie to death, but he is a stubborn bastard, and he will never ask for help. He has needed friends to help him get to and from events in recent weeks, but struggles with shame, embarrassment, and believing that no one cares about him. His life matters, and it can be saved. Any amount helps. A surgery will save his life and give him the opportunity to live many more years blessing the lives of others, even reconnecting with his children in the future. And that is why I'm encouraging everyone to go to the GoFundMe page that we have on our Boochcast Facebook page and donate whatever amount you can to help him raise the money he needs for this life-saving surgery. The goal is to raise $15,000. Now, as I mentioned before, every little bit helps. So you're not required, obviously, to donate thousands of dollars if you don't have that kind of money to throw around. But every little bit that you can give helps. And just to show how serious I am about this, I personally, Vinny Bucci, have donated $50 to the GoFundMe campaign. And I'm doing it for two reasons. One, because I consider Ronnie a dear friend in addition to a coworker, and I desperately want him to get better. But the other reason is to show all of you, the Boochcast Nation, that I always practice what I preach. And the one thing that I always preach to you guys is that I never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, ask any of you to donate money to any cause that I, myself, am not willing to donate to. So go to GoFundMe.com slash SavingRonsLife. I will have links to this on the Boochcast Facebook and Twitter page for you guys to easily access and donate whatever amount you can. Every little bit helps no matter what it is. Don't feel like if you're donating a small amount, you're not contributing. You are helping us to reach this goal. Let's help Ronnie get back on his feet and get him the life-saving surgery he needs to thrive and provide and live a long and happy life. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. We 
he lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister, and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. And you'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Because we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help the sound, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT Great American Bash. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, I got a special guest joining me this week for the NXT recap. As you guys know, John Tumblin, the uh, NXT correspondent, is uh, currently on hiatus uh, he is in the process of planning his wedding, which is set to take place in October. So, as so, if, uh, uh, he'll be gone for the time being. But he has promised to re- to return when we do the Boochcast D and D show, and he has promised to be part of the uh, Collision in Korea episode of Boochcast Reviews: Dark Side of the Ring. But I am not alone, ladies and gentlemen, because the man joining me right now, you know this guy very well, and he desperately wanted. To be part of this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, he's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Yep. And now he's just broke. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the Boochcast, the broke soulless ginger, the annoying one himself, <laughs> Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude? It is, yes, it's me, the broke soulless ginger. Genuinely speaking, I'm not broke. And I have to say, I don't know why the fuck... Lily, ladies and gentlemen, boys, go do this. Why the fuck did I take off work for this? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> All right. I mean, one of the matches, I'm not going to name one of them. I fell asleep. Vinny had to wake me up. You missed it. <laughs> well, here's the funny part. As we were setting up to watch this, I wanted to shut the light off because I, I don't. Because here's the thing. We've had a pretty fucked up day today. <laughs> um, we got. We decided we were gonna get together um, and hang out all day because Tuesday is supposed to be my day off. Here we go. But uh, some certain individuals who will remain nameless, nameless, uh, kind of pissed me off. One guy didn't. The other guy definitely did. Um, I wonder who that is. But um, 
either way, you know, we, we got through the day, and now um, we are here to talk about uh, NSC Takeover Great American Bash. But anyway, after we um, got through all the fiasco stuff, we were mostly just, you know, hanging out, chilling around. And then we, you know, set everything up. So we were going to, to watch it downstairs, but for whatever reason... We tried to get into Zach's YouTube TV account. It wasn't clicking with the TV. Neither was HBO Max. I don't know if it's a problem with Zach's phone or my TV or whatever. But we just could not get into the either one of these we things. Tried both, we tried both of them. Yeah, so we had to come upstairs to the Boochcast studio. Yep. Where I got the recliner chairs. Yep. And we kind of just sat down, relaxed. And I wanted to shut the light off because... You know, I, I don't like the lights in my eyes when I'm watching, uh, you know, TV or whatever for that matter. Plus, there's a glare sometimes, so it can bother me. But Zach insisted on me keeping the lights on. And he also told me not to fall asleep under any circumstances. And, well, that kind of got fucked. And then the fucker falls asleep. <laughs> During a match, and I'm not going to say what it is right now, but when we get to the match, I am going to bring it up, which one it is. I already know which one it is. Of course you know which one it is. I woke you up and told you, asshole. I did? You did? Yes, I did. Oh, oops. Yeah, so... But we so we got through the recap, and um, ladies and gentlemen, I also gonna let you guys know in advance. Um, this is an unedited version of the Boochcast this yep. week. I'm not staying up to edit this. I'm just not going to nope. do it. Because with all the shit that I've gone through today, I am in full fuck it mode, and especially with this show. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to kick things off. We're going to talk about the Great American Bash. It's live from the Capitol Wrestling Center. Uh, and, of course, we kick things off with our first official match of the evening for the men's tag team titles. MSK defends the titles against Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Um, no. Why does MSK still have the titles? I don't know. This match was boring as shit to me. We were late, and Vinny said, I don't really give a flying fuck, because, um, just, no. Well, yeah, well, you know how I, I feel. Everybody... You but MSK. I'm not a fan of MSK. No, I've made that, that very clear. You've made that cleared on several fucking occasions. Yes, because I said there. These are this is a tag team that is tailor made for AEW because they do the bullshit that AEW does that I don't like. You know that it's it's it, so I'm not a fan of MSK. So we were freaking out because we're trying to get the pay per view started. Because I tried using the internet on the TV. That didn't work. No, it did not. Like I said, we tried YouTube TV, and that didn't work. And then we and then Zach had it on his phone, and he pulled it up. So we realized that was the first match, and we were missing it. Because we had to come up here, set everything up, you know, get, our, get the table set up with the pizza and everything so we could sit down and watch. So by the time we got there, um, one of the members of MSK, I can't remember his name, don't want to remember his name, uh, did some kind of AEW-style flip-dive move out of the fucking ring. And then they did the whole, we're going to commercial break. So that's kind of where we jumped in. And overall, it was MSK doing the... Uh, Smock monkey bullshit. Yes, while uh, Thatcher and... Um, Timmy, uh, Timmy. Yeah, and Champa were doing the actual wrestling. So that they, it complemented the style a little bit. Um, but the match just, it didn't have my attention. The only part I liked was the ankle, uh, the, was, was the ankle lock spot where, um, Thatcher had the ankle lock locked in, looked like, looked like he was going to tap, but then the guy, you know, practically tackles, uh, Ciampa, bumps him into Timothy and breaks the, the pit, the, uh, the submission. And I like that. That's a good way to break up that spot. It's a good tag team, uh, break. It's unique only to tag team matches and it does... Amazing work. So it's just, it's a very well done spot in tag matches, and I love it. You love it? Love it. Love it. So then in the end, um, we the match ends with an inside cradle by Lee to Thatcher. I, I, I'm tired of seeing that. And the really, chance retain. Yes. That's just bad as one particular tag team on AEW. 
Who are they? Eh, I don't know who they are, but Elvishan Linsky sure reminds me of them. They kind of remind me of this team. I can't say the na- the team. Uh, I can't say it right now, but yeah, this opening match. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Vinny? Sucked? Yeah. Sucked? It was boring. Boring? Disappointing. Very? Very much so. I guess so. Yeah. So, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to pack something illegal here. Hopefully he doesn't edit this because right now I'm in a state of mind. I feel like breaking something because I just I took off a day of work. I'm gonna miss my overtime for this fucking pay per view. The only reason why I'm doing this because I love Vinny Vigi so much. Yes, even though ah! I love how you say that, even though this whole fucking thing was your idea. I know it was. I'm so sorry. That's what I'm saying. Like you're saying, like oh, I'm doing this because of Vinny Bucci, motherfucker. This was your idea. If you hadn't suggested this, I would have been just sitting at home all day. Well, technically, I wouldn't have been, but <laughs> apparently not. But, um, yeah, that was part of the uh, the plan that we had. You know, this was your idea to get together for this thing. So I was definitely down for that. The, the get-together part that we did, we just had to watch the excruciating two hours of bullshit. Very much so. So then, afterwards, we see the uh, the battery go up to 91%. Um, this battery thing, it was funny because when I first saw it, it was John that had to bring it to my attention that it was part of NXT. I thought it was some random commercial. Yeah, I did too. I I thought it was like a debut of somebody that we haven't, like a debut of a new wrestler. Turns out it was somebody else. No, I thought it was a commercial for a different company. I didn't even think it was a fucking, I didn't even think it was part of NXT. I thought it was a whole nother. Do you really think the other company will ever be on the USA Network? I, I didn't I didn't say wrestling company. I just oh. said company. Uh, never like, mind, folks. I'm an idiot. Oops. Yeah, you know, like you know, because other co- you know other companies do commercials and advertise. You know, there's sponsors and shit. So I'm saying it could have been one of them doing a commercial. Someone who bought commercial time. But legally, uh, AEW could buy commercial time on NXT. They just I don't know if they would, but you could. Would it's, but, but why? What day? I don't know. To, to get your eyes in front of different people. You know, that's that was an idea that Bully Ray had for TNA. He felt like they if they had run commercials during the USA Network, because if you pay enough money for a commercial, you can get that spot, and Vince can't really do anything about it because he doesn't own the TV station. Now, he might make it specific and say do not and give a do not air list. He might try to request something. But if USA Network says, yeah, we're going to air a commercial with, like if Cody Rhodes is starring in a TV show on the USA Network, Cody Rhodes is going to be in that commercial. There ain't shit WWE can do about it. It's going to happen. One way or goddamn another. So this is the way it is. It's like when we see, uh, when you watch AEW, you see commercials like, you know, Ric Flair does doing like true car commercials or uh, John Cena promoting the wipeout or doing anything else. Like, there's times where John Cena's literally been on a on AEW when they do a little thing at the bottom and they have a little scroll thing, mm-hmm. and they and they put the people up there like there's a there's a show of Wipeout's gonna be on TBS that thing right there was across so technically John Cena was on AEW mm-hmm. just wasn't in the ring or actually on the Dynamite show, but either way we see that and then um we see footage of Adam Cole and Kyle Riley arriving uh then we cut to Samoa Joe and William Regal in the ring. Regal says, we've all seen how Johnny Gargano has antagonized Karrion Cross, and it's clear it's not going well. I demand Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross come to the ring right now, please. Gargano answers his request and comes down to the ring as the, as the NXT Nextras uh, chant Johnny Wrestling. Cross walks alone, no Scarlet, with the NXT title around his waist. Gargano says, you see, I was antag- you said I was antagonizing him? Well, let's get the formalities out of the way, he points at Cross. You suck. I've been living rent-free in your head for a week, and there's a lot of room in there. I'm living like a king. You're afraid to get in this ring with me because you know I will expose you. Regal, next week it will be Johnny Gargano versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. Cross says, you think I'm afraid of you? I didn't try to run you over. You almost got yourself run over because you were in the way. I'm not just bigger than you. I have stronger convictions than you. Every day I wake up with the same three things on my mind. Never lose the NXT title, headline WrestleMania, and win the WWE Championship. What do you do in the morning? Put on your wife's pants? 
I know you think you're going to do all these cool moves to me. This isn't a cartoon. This isn't a movie. This is real life. Guys like you get beaten up by guys like me, and next week will not be any different. And Regal says, to ensure things go well next week, there will be a special guest referee, Samoa Joe. Gargano says, yes, I love it. And it's funny you mentioned my wife's pants because you couldn't lace my wife's boots. And Cross says, you know, why wait until next week? He goes after Gargano, but Joe gets in his face to stop him. Cross looks pissed. And then we see and we see a video package for L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes. And uh, seriously, we thought this was tonight that Johnny Wrestling was going against Karrion Cross, which I would not mind have seen. Has Johnny Wrestling been inside Cross's head? Oh, yeah, but I'm... No, I'm tired of seeing David versus Goliath matches. Karrion Cross needs to go somebody against his size. But the problem is, who is his size in NXT? Not a lot of people. I mean, other than uh, Bronson Reed, there's not very many. Uh, maybe Dexter Loomis could be another maybe, one. Maybe, maybe. But there's not a lot of big guys no, in NXT. It's mostly the smaller guys. It's become like the smaller guys show that pretty much. I liked right there. Johnny Wrestling like, did a hell of a promo right there. I they both that. did. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. The insults were on point. Yeah. We know Karrion Cross wants to headline WrestleMania win the WWE Championship. And he says, never lose the NXT title. Well, here's the thing. Mm. There's going to come a day where he's going to lose the NXT title. And this is from a wrestling analyst perspective. You know that's going to happen at some point. Cross is going to drop the title, whether he loses it in a match or if he gets or if he relinquishes due to injury like he did before. Either way, at some point, he's losing the NXT title. However, I could see Karrion Cross headlining a WrestleMania, being a main event, and I definitely could see him being WWE champion. Oh, God, I think yeah. he's that damn good. And, yes, and there's also talk of. You know, I've heard he wants he wants to face John Cena at some point. And we know at some point Cena is making a return, so whether or not he ever fused with Karrion Cross remains to be seen. There are a few people that have said they wanted to face John Cena. Uh, so far it's been Karrion Cross and even Drew McIntyre has gone on record saying he wants a match with John Cena. And Cena says he doesn't know who he's going to face because we know John is definitely coming back to WWE. The question is when. Most people believe it's going to be SummerSlam. Because the big talk right now is John Cena versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Uh, assume... also, also talk was Brock Lesnar going against Bobby Lashley too. Yes. And those are two matches I would definitely love to see. <laughs> and I would say that I think, um, you know, if John Cena is going to face Roman Reigns and Roman is still the universal champion, then Cena needs to have that and break the record. But assuming Edge doesn't win the title at Money in the Bank, which I don't know if he's going to or not. Me neither. It's it's but that's up another story. That's, that's up in the air. It's another story for another show. Okay. But um, next we cut to Kushida, oh who Here is we go. pissed. Who Vinny does, another person that Vinny doesn't like at all. Yes, is was pissed that he and Kyle O'Reilly would jump by the Diamond Mine. The Diamond Mine may be open, so Kushida is ready. And basically, we're seeing um. A potential for a tag team match. We see Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly against uh, two members of the Diamond Mine. But I also think this is going to lead to a feud between Kushida and Roderick Strong for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. And I think that uh, Roddy's going to become the Cruiserweight Champion. Because right now there's no other big titles that he can be in the picture for. And he had just quote-unquote quit NXT. And now all of a sudden came back with this diamond mine, which doesn't make any sense. And I'd like to get an explanation for that, but I hate that they're not explaining that. That bothers me. So, but either way, I think that could be a good match. Now, obviously, I don't like Kushida, but there's no reason for me to go off on him in this match, uh, in this, other than the fact that his promo was not in English. And I had to read fucking subtitles. I'm like, great. I mean, it's goddamn ridiculous. I, I'm sick of. Wrestlers who can't speak English in their promos. Why are you being given a mic? It's stupid. Whoever's doing this, you're not improve unless you're unless you're helping to improve their English. You are not helping getting them over with promos. And on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening for the million dollar belt. L.A. Knight defends the title against 
Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. I, okay, Vinny has to take over on this one right here, folks. I maybe I was maybe a little uh, up in the sky, or I was just really bored with his match. So Zach passed the fuck out during this. This is the match he fell asleep through. So, Mister Vinny Bucci, go for it, please. All right. Well, Zach, um, how was it all together? This was a good match. Was it better than all of them? I think it was. It, it was the. It was one of the better matches I saw on the show. Um, I thought it was very well done. Both men gave it everything they had, and their chemistry was amazing. Uh, I would think the only issue I had was um, that the ending. I mean, was kind of awkward for a while, but there was like weird moments in the match, like. It definitely dragged on, you know. I felt like this match was a lo- it was a long match, but it didn't need to be. Oh, well, it was a little situation. bit. Yeah, one it went, went a little longer than it should have. Than it's than I felt it should have, you know. Okay. Because they don't need to go that long, because you know, there's no other la- there's no ladder involved or anything like that. It's just blah. But they did have a good match for the most part. I just felt it kind of dragged on, so I can see how if you're really tired, you could fall asleep. I. Tried not to fall asleep. Yeah, and this I didn't hard. fall asleep. This was, and uh, here's the thing. I'm going to go off topic for about three minutes here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do do I can't talk right now. I don't give a flying fuck. Is this. Vinny's going to hate me here, but I'm about to say, I do not care for L.A. Douche. I'm sorry. He's. I don't get it with him. I can't get behind him. Vinny sure as hell does. There he is, wiping himself up, doing a promo. He's supposed to be doing a promo. I'm not getting ready for a plastic surgery or Botox uh, appointment. That's all I have to say. Cameron Grimes is 110 times better at promos than LA Knight whatever will be, in my opinion. Sorry. He's more entertaining. Let me talk to you. To the moon. <laughs> to the moon is exactly where you're going for an ignorant statement like that. Oh, to the moon, I'm going to send you after you have your little Botox appointment. Dummy, yeah. <laughs> He's a real... Dummy's here. Dummy's there. Dummy's everywhere. That's another conversation for another day because we go on. We won't shut up. Moving yeah. on. When I say dummy, you say yeah, dummy. Yeah. Shut up. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to me. <laughs> so I anyway. don't know why I did that right here. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, see, I, see, I, m- ladies and gentlemen of the wrestling universe, we know how talented LA Knight is. We know Eli Drake no, no, is one of the best no, ever. No, 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 Zach is no, about as stubborn no. as a mule. Like he's oh. at, like he's at, he's basically what he's doing right now is that episode of Family Guy with the guys like nope sorry Kevin Bacon wasn't in Footloose yeah he was no 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 ha 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 I was waiting for that <laughs> I was surprised he didn't do that halfway through this fucking conversation <laughs> so all right, all right so in all right. the end so in the end uh you know he hits the BFT gets the pinfall victory so now L A Knight has Cameron Grimes as a butler because that was a stipulation, which, as I mentioned before, I didn't really like that stipulation. I feel like it's been overplayed, but it was a way for L.A. Knight as the million-dollar champion to get a, you know, his own Virgil. And I think they're trying to go with a white one this time because I guess with all the, you know, snowflakes and protests and stuff, if... Somebody black was being a butler and or in that capacity, people might get offended or butt hurt. I, I, I honestly think that's why they're doing it. It's like if we but if it's a white guy doing it to a white guy, no one's gonna care. But if somebody black wrestled LA Knight and lost and he became the butler, there would be all this cancel culture snowflake shit all over the place. Of course there will be. Nobody can enjoy anything anymore. Yeah, that's the problem. We can't. They just can't. All right. We can't that's why we can't have nice things. So anyway, um LA Knight says, I hope you brought your plunger. I hope you brought your cleaning prods. I've got a lot of work for you to do. So in the coming weeks we're gonna see how Cameron Grimes does as the butler for LA Knight. It's gonna be intriguing. It's gonna be crazy and I feel like it's gonna lead to a really big match. I wonder if it's going to be anything like the Shawn Michaels JBL storyline from years ago. I'm intrigued for that. But anyway. Maybe uh, we'll see that. 
And then backstage, you see Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are pissed at Shotzi, Blackheart, and Ember Moon. Uh, Ember's a little bug that won't die. And Shotzi, green-haired troll doll, we've put her on the shelf. And next time, it'll be for good. So, I thought that was just random. That didn't even need to be there, this promo. No, it didn't need to be there. It was, it was dumb. It didn't lead to a match. It didn't lead to anything. They were asking for a prediction in the match, and they couldn't fucking give one. They didn't even talk about the competitors in the women's tag team title match. This was stupid. Stupid. And pointless. Pointless. So then, we cut to the NXT breakout tournament, where it's going to start next week. And they basically listed all the competitors that are going to be in this. Um, honestly, and they listed Trey Baxter, Carmelo Hayes, Andre Chase, Josh Briggs, Eichmann Giro, Joe Gacy, Odyssey Jones, and Duke Hudson. Other than Carmelo Hayes, I wasn't uh, impressed by any of them. Oh uh, yeah, nobody does. I can honestly say I have not seen any of these guys on indie shows or any other promotions like Impact or Ring of Honor or anything like that. I do know we saw Carmelo Hayes in that debut match against Adam Cole, which was epic. So he's definitely my favorite in the breakout tournament. I feel like that guy's going to be a star. And next up on the... We cut to the next match of the evening. The Way Chance versus Zoe Stark and E. Shiraw for the NXT Women's Tag Team title match. To tell you the truth... This was the most entertaining match of the night, to my to my opinion. Really, I enjoyed it really highly. Do tell, because it was that it was just ashy pack. It wasn't the uh, spot monkey bull crap. And uh, at the end of the whole thing, Zoe Stark and Eosra are now the new tag team uh, NXT tag team uh, t- uh, title champions, and. We saw something at the end that Mr. Vinny Bucci has been talking about for God knows how long. Can't after the little match. Uh, who's the one that got picked up? I forgot her name. Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell got picked up by her knight in shining armor. Dexter Loomis. Yes. You called it. Yes. Once again. But the thing is, is that they showed that as like a commercial break moment, which I thought was fucking dumb. Like, during the break, we saw this. Like, no. No, we shouldn't have saw that during the break. We should have saw that right then and there. Because in a way, no pun intended, the match ended the way I knew it would. With Indy Hartwell eating the pin in some capacity. Mm-hmm. You know? And the fact that she got pushed into um, Candice LeRae, which caused her to fall out of the ring. And then resulted in the double team. And then eventually... Uh, Shirai drop kicks, you know, Larray out of the ring, tags and Stark. Stark hits a 360, makes the cover, one, two, three. You know, they win the belts. So I kind of knew that was going to happen. Um, and then, of course, Dexter Loomis just picks up Indy Hartwell and he's like carrying her to the back with no emotion on his face, like right always. You, he's like, and, like usual. <laughs> and Indy's all confused and stuff, but we do know that they definitely, uh, quote unquote, well, they're going to continue to love you doing something with this. I, I want to see them break away as a couple and not and have Indy not be part of the way anymore. I think that uh, Candace needs to cut this skating heel promo and just kick Indy Hartwell out. And then, uh, then uh, Dexter Loomis just beats the shit out of the way and then begins a feud with either Austin Theory or Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano is probably the better... Uh... Well, we know Johnny's going to be busy with the NXT Championship match, So, I, and depending on whether or not he wins the belt, will determine whether or not he uh, gets an opportunity to really show his, his skills with that. Time can only tell there, folks. Yep. All right, moving along. Then, all of a sudden, we... Uh... Oh, wait, 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 we got to mention one other thing. What? Um, we mentioned before about the battery. The battery reached oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, that was right. And it was Tegan Knox. She looked absolutely fantastic. It took me a second to remember who she was. And I was like, well, who the hell is not? And all of a sudden I heard, I think, one announcer say, Steve and Knox like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. She hasn't been around for about a year. And then she looked great. <laughs> well, like, well, not a year, but it feels like a year. But she, she's been out of action for quite some time. So then she came back to get revenge on Candice LeRae. <coughs> and... By the way, if you can tell you're hearing the cough, it's because, like I said, I'm not editing any of this shit. Nope. So, 
we're going through this. And um, so she, you know, comes down, beats the shit out of Candace LeRae, or at least distracts her, because now we know Candace is about to enter a feud eventually with Tegan Knox, because Tegan wants revenge. The hope and prayer is that Tegan Knox can avoid getting injured, because she's very injury prone. And if she keeps getting injured enough times, eventually she's going to get released. And if you're getting injured that many times, you may want to consider another career. As much as I love Tegan Knox, uh, if you're constantly getting injured, wrestling's not something you want to be in because clearly you're, you're, you know, not reliable to put a belt on. So I want to see that. And then uh, we cut to Tony Storm who says if she gets in the ring with Raquel Gonzalez, she'll become the champion. She also says Saray is making a huge mistake challenging her. I've won more matches in Japan than she's had hot dinners. The answer is no. Hmm. So, and apparently Hartwell was nearly in tears during that walk away. I'm just now seeing that. Aww. But So now, um, Tony Storm basically denying Saray the match. Now she's going to have a different match uh, next week on NXT. Uh, but I think eventually this is going to lead to... I think they're going to face off at a takeover. I'd like to see if they can drag it out that long. Tony Storm versus Saray at a takeover. And on that note, we cut to uh, what is going to be called a championship celebration via a rhyme cipher. And we see Ashanti the Adonis running the audio board, the DJ booth, as Hit Row do their cipher celebration. Uh, B-Fab raps first. As top dollar chants, hey, 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 to the bars. Then takes his turn on the mic. He says he was never bougie or stupid and brags about getting guap. He says they're the emperors with new grooves like llamas. Only on NXT could he get away with a punchline that corny. Veruz says this is not Swerve. Takes his turn. Swerve takes his turn, but they give him an actual mic on a stand where he starts spitting as fast as he possibly can. They stop rapping because the crowd is booing and Top Dollar demands to put respect on his name. If you didn't know, now you know. Then they sing their theme song in front of the Great American Bass statue and torch and make their way down to the ring in the process. They Some say they shouldn't have called it a cypher. They should have called it a concert. Honestly, if the extras weren't being told to shake their heads and boo, if this was a concert, an actual concert venue, they'd probably be cheering and waving their hands in the air like they just don't care. Um, but I will say this. I liked the rapping. I thought it was very well done. It was. I think at one point, uh, 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 Swerve let the word shit slip out. <laughs> which is bound to happen in a rap cypher. That tells me that they weren't being told what to say. They were spitting their own bars. Because that can happen when you freestyle. You don't know what you're going to say. I also like B-Fab's line about, you know, they thinking down south and the way she kind of crouched. ABC where the camera was pointed, mm-hmm. it was almost not directly in front of her pussy, but pretty damn close. Good view. Yeah. Good view. Very good view. Very good view. So that's how that went. I love so I love the cipher. I'm loving the gimmick. But I want to see B Fab get in the ring. Mm-hmm. That's the thing we're missing now. Because we know Swerve can wrestle. We know Adonis can wrestle. We know Top Dalla is a good worker. How does B-Fab fare in the ring? I want to know. Only time can tell. Yes. And then Mackenzie Mitchell interviews William Regal backstage. said, it looks like Cameron Grimes has a new occupation. We've still got Cole and O'Reilly to go. She turns to Samoa Joe to ask about being the referee for crossing Gargano. He said, I can assure you as enforcer, as long as I'm not provoked, everything should be okay. That being said, may the best man win. And that's the key thing. Samoa Joe... Has been has been told by William Regal has made it clear unless you are physically provoked you can't do anything you can't physically beat anyone up and Joe is following that rule mm. so he said unless I'm provoked I won't do a damn thing but if they physically provoke him which I think in a match is bound to happen Joe's gonna whoop somebody's ass because Joe's gonna kill you Joe's gonna kill you Joe's gonna kill you Benny, you can continue now. Yes. Well, continuing, we're practically at the main event of the evening, which is uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. This was a little too long, in my opinion. Yeah. They they dragged 
They dragged this motherfucker out. For a while, I was like, okay, it was good, guys. It really, really was. But like I said, all together, this was not worth anybody's time to watch it all. I was like, okay, knees to the face. Another knee to the face. One more knee to the face. Up oh, there goes another super yeah, kick. There was a lot of repeating of moves over and over and yeah, over, over, again. And over again. This is what happens when a match goes on too long and you only have so many moves in your arsenal. Now, here's the thing. Everybody that's anybody knows that when it comes to wrestling, I'm not a person that's obsessed with how many moves you can do. I can give a fuck less. I don't care if you have 20 wrestling moves or two. If you can find some way to make that match entertaining, I don't care how many moves you do in the mm. ring. Because Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly know a lot of shit. Yes, they do. They know each other. That's the problem. And... It was hard to keep my attention in this yeah, match. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, like, all together, I was like, this is not... My biggest issue, and this is an issue I have with a lot of NXT matches, mm. too many false finishes. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of the multiple false finishes. It's being done to death. When something like this is done to death, it hurts the business. You get sick and tired of seeing it. Exactly, and you just want the match... Eventually, you're just like, I want this match to end. And when you get to that point in a match, that's not good. Nope. When the audience is practically begging for the match to end. Even though they're doing the dueling chants back and forth. It's a 50-50 split. The fans get sick of it. Boring. Exactly. Boring. Boring. Like, end this fucking thing already. It's like, yeah, dude, we got... Sleep to get and work to go to. It's oh, God. There, oh, there goes another super kick. Jeez, we haven't seen that for the eighth time. Yeah, just it was it was, it was too much of a repeat oh. of moves. Too, it was too boring. The only thing that was interesting was when, um, you know, Adam Cole was like, I'm better than you, O'Reilly. Always have been, always will be. You are a disappointment, not just to yourself, but to your stupid wife. And then O'Reilly charges at him. And I thought right there, it's like, this is going to be a disqualification. But it didn't. But in the, but in the end, um, O'Reilly goes with the heel hook. Crow grabs the ropes before he can tap out, and then eventually after some back and forth, he hits the last shot, last call, his last shot, and then hits the one, two, three, and Adam Cole wins the match. And to me, we did not suspect that to happen at all. Yes, was like, we thought that Kyle O'Reilly was going to win. I was yeah. like. He had to hit a Panama Sunrise Not and the once, last but shot. Twice. One outside the ring and one inside the ring. I was like, I was like, okay, are you trying to kill the bastard here, dude? I was like, okay. And finally I was like, okay, just hit one, two, three. One, two, three. I wanna go home. I wanna take a shower. I wanna sleep in my own bed. Okay. Alright. Well, all together. Vinny. I think this match kinda really uh sucked. Well, here's the thing. Adam Cole got the win, true. which to me doesn't make sense, unless you want to do a rubber match at the mm -hmm. next takeover. But I feel like these two have said and done everything that needs to be said and done. The unsanctioned match, they used every weapon in the arsenal to go crazy. In this match, they used every wrestling move they have, clearly. What the fuck would happen in the third match? You would have to make it something... Bizarre, bizarrely different, like a cage match or a ladder match or something like that. Like maybe a tables match. I don't know. You, you had to throw in a stipulation that would cause the match to be structured differently to tell a different story. And if you did make it a ladder match, it could be like a briefcase above the ring and it has like the person's uh, contract in there. It could be something where it's like you know, loser leaves NXT match. They'll do it again. They need to do that. Next person, or they never face each other again, or one of them just leaves NXT and goes to the main roster. That's, well, that's what I mean by loser leaves NXT. That means they have to go to Raw or SmackDown. And that's why I think Kyle O'Reilly should win that match. And I, thought Kyle, and I felt Kyle O'Reilly should have won tonight. He should have. Because there's nothing left for Adam Cole. Nothing. He's done everything. Everything. What what else is Adam Cole going to do other than be a guy who jobs to put people over? 
And you don't want to do that to Adam Cole. Unless he wants to be that guy, then so be it. But if he's not looking to be that guy, you don't want to book him to be that guy. Because Adam Cole eventually is going to get, people are going to get tired of it. Mm-hmm. They were already tired of the Undisputed Era. They finally had to split them up. Adam Cole, in my opinion, needs to be on SmackDown. He needs to be on SmackDown. That's where Adam Cole needs to be. Okay? You're a big fish in the, in a, I don't want to say a small pond, but in a lot of ways, You're NXT a is still... fish in a lake. You need to go to the ocean. And see if you a whale. Let's do that. Go to the ocean, see if you a whale. Star as a dolphin first. Yeah, let's see what you got. Go to a shark and then go to the whale. Okay. Go down the water, go down the hole. The water go down the hole. The water go down the hole. If you remember, you remember that what show that was? That was Tiny Toon Adventures, and you are fucking weird for bringing that up right now. Hey, it's unedited. I'm just having fun. Yeah. I guess we need to have fun with an awkward show like this. But yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have to say that. <laughs> I, I love NXT, but I was bored to fucking oh, tears this. Oh, this was boring as shit. This, there's, they could have did a lot better with a lot of these this matches. This is just a typical NXT show. It really was. There was nothing exciting about it at all. It was a waste of time. I was like, this is and, I was like, and your fight for the richest prize in NXT is not even on a big yeah, show it like was this. Supposed to be there. I was like, really? That should tell you how important the Great American. Uh, what was it? We had that, uh, that little AKA uh... concert. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, the concert was fine, but I'm thinking, like, okay, this is supposed to be a big, big show and a big, big deal. But you don't have your NXT title match on here. Mm-mm. That does not make fucking sense. Nope. That is stupid booking. Stupid. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, that will wrap up our recap of NXT Great American Bash. As we mentioned before, Zach and I got bored as shit during this, and uh, we both got some sleep to get, ladies and gentlemen. That's why, like I said before, I am not editing this episode. You're getting all the pauses, all the stuttering, all the coughs everything um just that's what we're doing so ladies and gentlemen we hope you enjoyed uh this uh portion of the booch cast if you didn't i apologize if we sound half asleep or unenthusiastic it's just that <laughs> we were bored to fucking tears uh we're, we're trying to put the we're put, we're trying to put the game face on to entertain you guys there's and be no informative well zach there's no game face we're fucking just exhausted but we're still putting the show out for you guys. I'm just not going to edit it because the only thing I'm doing is I'm adding in the music and the intro and the outro, and that's it. So it. make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor, Anchor, Spotify, Spotify, Breaker, Breaker, and Google Podcasts. Yeah, Google Podcasts. So pick your favorite hosting site, follow us there, or follow us on all four to be a one true fan. Also, make sure you guys like us on Facebook. Facebook. At facebook.com slash theboochcast. Uh, we got archived episodes of the show as well as great content for you guys to check out. Also, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter. Twitter. And Instagram. And Instagram as well. At theboochcast. Uh, get the latest tweets, photos, and videos from the show. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube channel as well. Yes, and we've got some great content up there including... Uh, Boochcast Reviews, Dark Side of the Ring. We got the D&D One Shot, some skits, uh, holiday videos, a variety of other things. Make sure you guys check it out. Also, hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified for when new episodes of Boochcast Reviews, Dark Side of the Ring comes out. Obviously, we're going to have the Brian Pillman videos. Zach and I did uh, Nick Gage, the Ultraviolence of Nick Gage. I remember that. That's going to be coming out soon. Also, we got the Collision in, in Korea with myself, John, and Gator. Also, the Ultimate Warrior. And also, Zach was a part of the uh, the Smith family, Grizzly Smith. Uh, and, of course, uh, the Dynamite Kid. So, we're going to have all those coming out very, very soon. So, stay tuned. Also, make sure you are following us on Twitch. Twitch. At twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's when you can check out our live WWE watch parties. You can live chat with us during the watch parties. Our next one will be Saturday, August the 21st for WWE SummerSlam. SummerSlam. So make sure you guys join us for SummerSlam. Also, 
that we're, that's where we're also going to be doing our live D&D show. So make sure you guys are following there so you can check out our live D&D show. Um, it's going to be taking place sometime in October. That's all we know for now. And we have a big surprise for that show, but I'm not going to reveal what it is yet. So you'll have to keep bearing with us and you'll have to uh, follow along. Because when I make this big reveal, it's going to blow your fucking minds, bro. Blow so, your fucking mind, bro. Yes. So, also, make sure you guys support the show by going to Anchor. Anchor. And what you can do is go to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support and become a supporter of the show. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain uh, future episodes. Um, right now, currently, we don't have any prizes for the tiers, but we're in the process of making that happen. So, if you happen to uh, become a supporter of the show, before we come out with the prizes, whatever section you're in, we will send the prize to you once we decide what they are. So, if you want to, if you don't want to wait for the prize, you can just subscribe now. If you want to wait till the prize, I understand completely. But we have three different sections that you can contribute to the show. Uh, first, we have ninety-nine cents per month. That's right, ninety-nine cents. Ninety-nine cents. Yes. So instead of giving that money to a homeless guy, you can go right here to Anchor and support the show, support the Boochcast. Because unlike a homeless guy, you know where this money is going towards. It is going towards upgrading the equipment, uh, bringing in bigger name guests, uh, paying the bills, and taking care of all the guys who work very hard behind the scenes. This is how they get paid is through this anchor system. So if you want to support the Boochcast and support my team, this is the best way to do it. The other option we have is $4.99 per month. $4.99 per month. Which is basically the same price as a Peacock subscription. So rather than waste your money on the Peacocks, I know a lot of you guys don't like the Peacock, uh, you can bring that money here because unlike Peacock, We've got great content for you guys, so this is money well spent. Then we have the final level where you can support the show for a mere $9.99. $9.99. That's right. The same amount of money you guys used to pay for WWE Network subscriptions here in the United States. You can now take that $9.99 since you got nowhere else to put it since the network's no longer available to us. You can take that $9.99 and bring it over here because unlike the network... We have great content always for you guys to check out. So make sure you guys support the show. You can pay with a credit card or with GPay. G-Pay. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support. Support. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch. This is the Broke Solar Ginger Jack Scott saying keep on living life and take care. This has been the Boochcast. This has been the Boochcast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby. Don't do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The look on his face. (laughs) Fucking hypocrite. Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. Eddie. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. A la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again.